Welcome back to Factory Sealed. It is November 18th, 2023. My name is Eric Peters and joining me today, Mr. Tom Raggin. Well, hey there, guys. Hey <laughs> there. Uh, we got Mr. Zach Foley. Hello. Hi, Zach. That's all I got. It's just, hello. <laughs> Short and simple. And, I like it. And very, 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 very unfortunately, despite many messages months ago of saying, hey, guys, my schedule's freed up now. Dan is not here because he's not free. No, he's the worst. Well, he is in London. I mean, we have to give the guy oh, some break. He? Yeah. I bet he, he is just grumpy. He's he's Ugh. just walking past all of the video game stores as we speak. Yeah. And oh, just miserable. Don't need that. <laughs> but wait. <laughs> We, we he, took a picture of Dan on the London Underground once, and he looked one of my <laughs> so miserable. And it was like he he had no idea the photo was being taken. And we showed him later on, like you look so dejected right now. That was you when could. I did that three sixty photo, wasn't it? Yeah, because he right. thought it was facing the other way, and behind him he was just hating every aspect of life. <laughs> but at the same time, I think very shortly after that, we transferred tubes, and that's when. Papa Peterson was handing out candy to his kids. <laughs> that lady was not <laughs> amused with that conversation. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I totally forgot that. Hey, kids, you uh, want some candy? <laughs> I don't know why I had a pocket full of just obscene amounts of candy, but. Well, it's you because you'd visited. Candy. Yeah. <laughs> and we had a lot of, like, a sort of British candy that we could give you and you could try and you were like, well, I'm going to take this everywhere I go because I'm I'm on holiday. I'm on holiday. <laughs> Calories don't count and sugar doesn't yeah. affect the teeth. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We just paused all that today. Yeah. That's how it One works. of your favorite British candies was is uh, called Millions, which you call packing foam. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> millions do nasty things to me. They are fantastic, yes. though. I miss think, them. Think about... Run, yeah, no, nerds, Zach. Think about yeah. nerds, but uh-huh. <laughs> if, if you were to take switchy. packing peanuts and just shred them into nerd size and make them taste like insulation, oh, what the fuck! <laughs> <laughs> but really good, I promise. Like, they are they're actually very everything. good. But once they hit your intestines, it's game over. I feel like that's the basis of all English and really Scottish cooking is let's take something <laughs> rancid and foul and talk it up and then just make people eat it. Yeah. Like, Look at like these hag- idiots. They're eating black pudding. <laughs> what we did was we slaughtered that pig and we just fried up the pig blood. We were going to play hockey with it, but give it to the Americans. Well, <laughs> I mean, like haggis. Haggis is one of the most foul, completely just not sounding good things on the face of the earth. Let's take a bunch of intestines and shove them in a sheep's stomach. Why the fuck would you do that? (laughs) (laughs) We got creative back in the day. (laughs) We had a plague. sick of potatoes. (laughs) We had a plague, numerous wars. I honestly think that just out of sheer curiosity, I would try haggis. Oh, yeah. I don't know, man. It smells like I feel... So I wouldn't. <laughs> Attractive? No, 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 oh. no. It's like my like my eight a.m. sit up in bed and sit there and read my phone for twenty minutes before Should I'm willing to I talk to anybody. Seen, I have seen that version of Zach. Don't don't talk to me. I'm not I'm not okay. Tom, you're gonna you're coming to MoCon next. Like I'm just gonna continue like 
planting this so that yeah, it just becomes, a, it becomes a reality. So you'll get to experience this. Zach, at six in the morning, most people lay in bed and their eyes open and then they just kind of like maybe roll over on their side, roll over on their other side, grab their phone, like lay on their side. Zach is like a goddamn vampire when the top of his coffin opens up. Just vertical 90 degrees. Oh, just this cacophony of noises happen all at once. He goes, oh, where's my phone? And then you just see this glow of light emanate up onto his just god-awful waking up face. It's the best thing in the world. Well, not just that, but my eyes are always like shut and stuck together. <laughs> like, like, I've got one nose hair poking out like eight feet. Like it's, I have it's a, not a it's not a sight. <laughs> I have a picture of it somewhere, but my favorite was was in the abortion bed. And oh god, he sat up. So the springs. I don't think the springs worked very well in there. So he sat up, and I kid you not, he looked like the uh, the, the tank boss from Mega Man that just rocks up on the tank treads. But just this huge oversized person on top of it, just like that's Zach in the morning at Mocon <laughs> on a bed that shouldn't be supporting anybody. <laughs> <laughs> no, there were no springs in that bed for reference. It was no. just it was just all the aborted fetuses. <laughs> just it did look rough. It did God look damn like you, some... Matt Ernie, for pulling that corner up. <laughs> Like, Why it's did okay he do that I anyway? Because he's like, you know what you should do every time you come to a hotel room is you should check the mattress. You went, Cody no. immediately went, no! <laughs> That's, you're better off not knowing. Because you're not the first, you're going to be like the 500th person to sleep in that bed. One person is going to have done something questionable in that bed. So oh. you're better off just leaving the covers on. Oh. Just, just... Just leave it off. That, that that is dicing. That is that is dicey to do that. Well, I, and I've had some time to think about it now, and it's either it's either wretched or foul, whichever answer it is, because either somebody had an actual abortion in that bed, <laughs> uh, and I think that's like 85 percent accurate, or somebody just <laughs> fat, disgusting, and terrible just exploded when they sat down in it, like like a zit, like just from the anus, a whole bunch <laughs> of crap just flowed out of them. And either way, I'm not good with it, you know? <laughs> yeah, that, that's that been a few months now, hasn't it? Gosh, yes. <laughs> it has been a few months. That was our last show, wasn't it? Yep. Yeah, so it was. Nope. Yeah, we're nope. sorry. <laughs> Time I feel like no, we did a bunch. We did a bunch, but we just kept forgetting oh, yeah, to press they record. All, yeah, they, all, they all got corrupted. <laughs> All of them, every single one. Yeah, and I don't want to read. Go, Greg, I can't. You can't do it twice, you know. So yeah, it just doesn't come out the same. Blinky wasn't blinking. He just wasn't feeling like having a good blink that day. No. So how y'all been? I'm don't don't all rush to say great at once. (laughs) Not great. (laughs) It's not great. It's not great. It's like Starfield. It's not great. Oh, boy. We'll get into that. The typical British answer is not bad, all things considering. It's just, <laughs> Meaning it's like everything's gone to shit, but yeah. I'm not dead. It's always a half empty answer from a Brit. It's never like it's just it's not too bad. I'm going to start from the bottom. <laughs> Work not, your way. Not up. the worst I've been. But would it's you like have would you rather have it be? 
where somebody gives you a real answer like, oh, God, it's just like it, it's awful. I lost my job. I ran over my dog. Just like all of this just awful shit. I would much rather just have the colloquial. Hey, it's fine. No, I agree. I agree. I, I always think this like I, I, I've been meeting up with some people online selling stuff recently and i always say like hey how's it going and i think man i wonder if that imagine one day i say hey, how's it going and they just break into exactly what you just did <laughs> oh yeah just like you know i gotta let go and you know health i need this a money a for a hit a crack to take my mind off yeah. it like, God, <laughs> I, would, I always look at that as a, a good opportunity to argue price like how's your life going well i got laid off and my dog has aids and <laughs> You know, like, oh, so you'd be willing to take like four fifty for this, you know? <laughs> I mean, some money's better than no money, right? Exactly. I'm the all state guy holding the dollar bill. Oh, you almost got it. You almost got it. God, I have been buying a lot of stuff off marketplace lately. It's pretty addictive. It's just it's such a shit show all the it time. It is. It's you awful. Have no idea of who you're going to encounter. And if you try to sell something, be prepared for an onslaught of the dumbest people in the world. Oh, yep. I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah. Hey, I just messaged someone recently saying uh, that they were selling a coffee table. And I said, hey, what are the dimensions? Because they didn't write them. And the response was, hey, yeah, it's available. Excellent. Excellent. <laughs> Dealing with a brainchild there. <laughs> yes. I didn't even, I'd be even bother following up. I do not want to deal with you. When it's I first be- started looking at buying stuff, because like, I never did in Arizona, but I would, I would always see in the description of, I will not respond to, is this available? I'm like, wow, what an asshole. You know, people are just genuinely <laughs> curious. And then I posted something for sale and went, oh, now I see why. Yeah. yeah. That's all it yeah. is. People just hit the, is this available button? You're like, yeah, it is. No nothing. response after nothing. Like, it's like it's people like walking into through a, a store, store. Yeah, picking up just a go- shirt, <laughs> walking up to the cash register, and going, "Hey, is this for sale?" And they go, "Yeah," and you just put it we, down and walk away. Just drop it on the <laughs> floor. The, just fuck yeah, you. Just That's what you get. <laughs> store monkey, you but sell man, shirts. <laughs> if you are, if you're fastidious, you can find some freaking great deals. So. Last Christmas, yes. or la- not Christmas, but last winter, um, I decided not to buy a snowblower for my first winter back in Wisconsin, and I have Mount Everest for a driveway. Especially because and you hate yourself, or just I just wanted to really, <laughs> you know, relive my childhood and and kind of get a jump start on having a bad back in my yeah. elder years. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, that's a good reason. <laughs> and this year went ah, no thanks, and my brother-in-law bought one, found a, a, a surgeon. So we've got a really big hospital in town. He found a surgeon who bought one last year. It's just this $2,000 snowblower that he used twice. I went, yeah, it's too much for my 10-foot driveway. So he sold it for 800 bucks. My brother-in-law went and bought it. And the thing is just obnoxious. Like, Tom, it's bigger than the one that you have. And yours is oh, huge. God. I went, shit, I need to get one. So Did you buy went, a snowblower with a seat? I mean, like, that's... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's well, snowblowers are such a rabbit hole. I set my sights on one that had tank tracks on it. Like, this is going to be fucking great. That's, that's not a slow <laughs> snowblower. That's a Zamboni. <laughs> like, <that's, laughs> but point. nobody would mess with me. I mean, I'd be chucking that shit across the neighborhood. But I found a guy who was selling one. It thing was just beat to shit, but it was old and he was selling it for like 140 bucks. He's like, but the electric start doesn't work. I'm like, that's a bargaining chip right there. So I went over there, took my uncle, 
sure shit didn't work thing fired right up but the electric start didn't got it home just wasn't screwed down tight enough oh nice screwed it we're i good love to go. it what a great uh that's great when you get a bargain like that because bought someone a, you know didn't bought a drum seat before. off of somebody yesterday because my daughter wanted to play drums so you know fell into that rabbit hole mm-hmm yeah nice you got a nice stool, like a good, like a cool. Uh, yeah, apparently stool. they're called drum thrones. I'm like, I'm just, I need a drum seat. Yeah. No, it's a drum throne. <laughs> oh, okay. Good lord! All right, pretentious. Excuse much. me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. You must call me King Eric, <laughs> for I am sitting <laughs> yeah. on the throne. No, but you're absolutely right. I mean, I, it, I know, topical. Just so happens, yesterday I bought a Steam Deck and <gasps> I got it for. My nipples are hard. And I only got it for two uh two forty. US one with the NVMe, right? It is oh, NVMe two fifty six. And I I turned up to the, the guy's house and I was like, you know, when buying anything used, you kinda of got your your red your red and green flags out, you know. Well <laughs> well, how is this gonna go down? And um uh and I wasn't totally and also it's a bit concerning sometimes buying a second hand or a used like handheld because now you got to test all the buttons the ports does wi-fi work like is there drift on these sticks uh you know all this kind of stuff but i didn't even do that because i i, I spoke to the guy he was pretty like just a normal dude and this thing looked like it had never been played probably it like nice. yeah it looked it just it was just nothing to it i was like this looks fine i i switched it on dicked around with it for like two seconds i was like it's fine. And he was very much like giving me his contact information if there was any problems. He gave me the receipt for where when he bought it, which was indeed July this year. Wow. Oh, nice. How much did he pay for it new? He paid uh, 680 Canadian. Oh. So uh, he took a 50% hit on that. It, yeah. Be, and I said um, he paid 500, 500 US and I got it for three, uh, 240 US. Yeah. So yeah, 50%. God and damn. I said, why are you selling it? Did you just not get on with it? He's like, yeah, he's like, it just wasn't for me. I'm a PlayStation guy. I just bought a PlayStation portal and I prefer it. And I was Dude, like, those things are impossible to yeah. find. They're now being scalped to shit on yeah. Marketplace. I, was like about to say, I don't I don't know how much market there is for it, but they have been scalped all the shit. I have. Yeah. I mean, they've been rave reviewed. I have zero interest in it. Yeah. Yeah. I. I, I it, it to me it uh it's useful for people who have one tv in the house and their partner wants to like watch a movie that you're not interested in or a show and it, it's and you just can't use the tv so you want a second screen to take it elsewhere yeah i don't yeah. have that problem i don't have I mean, that problem either so let me introduce you to the peterson household <laughs> where there is one possibly two screens in every room there, there's four tvs <laughs> yeah. in this room <laughs> <laughs> And a Wii U for some reason. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah. It, it's cool. Like, I could see it as being this novel, like thing kind of fun to play in bed or something. But it would just be such a... No, it's not worth it for me. Also, um, apparently the the way it feels, it takes a tiny bit of getting used to because the handles are actually shorter than a normal dual sense. So that would really kind of mess with your muscle memory just a little a bit, you know? Like yeah. just that it's, kind of, it's kind of odd. But... I mean, fair enough. His his loss was my gain, you know. And sure. uh, I played in it briefly last night. Things friggin' premium as heck. Like, the way it feels is just nuts. Yeah, like, I the want haptic the... feedback on the touchpads. I'll bring it with me to, to Cheeseland. 
Um, Tom's Zunga coming next Wisconsin. week. Well, in the time since our last show, I've actually driven out to see Tom, too. So Yeah, 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 yeah he did. Yeah. He had a great time. I had a wonderful time. Um, <laughs> Dan and I combined forces yesterday, and we have created a playlist for you and Kat. So we have a tradition in this friend group where uh, when somebody goes on a long drive, you create a Spotify playlist to give them some music to listen to. And the very first time we did that was when I moved back from Arizona, expecting you know it's just some great music to listen to. There was literally nothing of value in that playlist whatsoever. No. <laughs> some of the songs I put in some really great tracks, genuinely, you, like comedy tracks, but they were good tracks. You did on the Cheeseland to Mooseland track. Oh, the maybe very I didn't first one sync. was just pure. I've gone up in quality. You have. Fair to say that you guys may have gone down based on mm. if it's you and Dan making a playlist. First of all, Dan isn't doesn't even like music. So I'm not <laughs> super I'm not I'm not pumped for that one. <laughs> yes. Let me just say that if you play a shuffle, you will not have a hard time figuring out who added which song. <laughs> I bet Froggy went a court and is on there. There's no yes. doubt in my mind. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, but as of, see, as it stands, this is why I fly, everybody. This is why I fly. <laughs> as it stands, it's, it's a it's a ten hour drive, and we have seven hours worth of music in that playlist. Okay, so three hours of peace. That's got it. Okay. Oh no, like we still have two days, three days to add. So get Rex. Oh, on. oh god. Oh, oh gosh. But I have well, sprinkled. Hopefully- I've sprinkled some gems in there, like genuine, actual good. Like, hey, this is a great song to keep you going. Like. It's like that hit a crack, and then you're just oh. like, oh, God, I'm coming down. Oh, there's another one. So you like searching for it. Y- you hit me with some good, like, soundtracks and ballads, and then it's like, Beatles. Yeah. And then, you, <laughs> yeah. And then it oh, goes, I'm just going to add every song mix. from the Beatles. <laughs> every Beatles song ever made is going on that playlist. Then it's like Final Fantasy soundtrack or, like, some cool orchestra shit. Then it's <laughs> Snow Patrol. I was going to say, and you say Snow Patrol, you are uninvited, son. <laughs> God. Just a 12-hour mix of Chakaron, Macaron. It'll be great. I've actually been... Yeah. I, I was listening to the playlist yesterday as I was driving. I'm like, I could drive about six minutes to this <laughs> oh brilliant that's a great sign perfect sales pitch there have i told you that i work in sales <laughs> hey i got this thing that really sucks you want it <laughs> this stuff tastes like I, shit want i like your honesty i'm buying from you salesmen aren't honest these days that's probably how you did say so well yeah, you're, you're just too brutally honest about how much it sucks this one's real bad but man it's cheap <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah it's like the, the old RGR, RJR sales techniques. Tastes like shit, smells like a fart. I gotta tell you, that's one unique goddamn sales campaign. <laughs> Tom, you uh, bought something else off of Marketplace recently that then spurred me to go buy something new because the price uh, difference was like $14 between getting it used and new. Oh, yeah, yeah. Now you got a good deal for new. I was going to wait for Black Friday too, uh, but it actually... I still got uh, a really good deal, but I picked up a, a Logitech wheel for the PS5. Mm. Yeah, I got a the racing G29. wheel. The G29. The G29. Man, I, I got that thing home. It was a bit of a drama getting it 
Uh, <laughs> yeah, what? Uh, the, the irony is not lost on me that on my way to pick up this Logitech racing wheel, I was pulled over by the cops for speeding. Nice. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that, that was should have thing. been the central argument there. Like, <laughs> I'm going by a racing wheel. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Why were you doing X in an X? Well, see, I'm on my way to pick up a racing wheel, so then I could not do this. You know, like, yeah. if you just let yeah. me go, I'll take this home with me. I'll take this energy home, and I'll install Gran Turismo Seven. And you don't have to. We don't have to bother with this. It's cool because <laughs> dude let me off on a warning, so I was pretty uh, relieved. Because otherwise, all the saving that I would have made from buying it used gone, gone. just gone. <laughs> <laughs> I like that we're putting but, that into the direct cost comparison. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I'm Call like, up the uh, guy you're buying it from. So, got to cancel. Funny story. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but no, I, I ah, got this thing home and uh, booted it up immediately with Gran Turismo. Uh, and yeah, fantastic. Tons of fun. I've put like 20 hours into that game just with using the wheel. And that sort of kick-started... Yeah me getting back into Gran Turismo. I played Gran Turismo 7 for probably 10, 15 hours before, and it's phenomenal, but um, there's just mm. something about playing that game with a wheel versus a controller. I had the GeForce driving wheel on PS2 for Gran Turismo 4, and mm. I forgot just how much of a difference it makes. Like, it's really hard to follow a racing line with a joystick. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, really hard to, to feather the gas and the throttle with triggers. Mm-hmm. So I was just searching Black Friday ads looking for Christie's Christmas present and somebody uh, saw that the G29 was $200 brand new at Best Buy and went, fuck, you can't even touch them for 250 used here. So I'm no. saving 50 bucks. Um, you were looking for one up there for me at like the 170-ish range. One, 150. I got mine for 150. U.S.? Yeah. yeah, yeah, that would have been fantastic, but shit, brand new. That would have been awesome. And I got it home, plugged it all in, and I was kind of raging. I'm like, I can't get this fucking thing to work. Like, I launched into the game, and it just immediately <laughs> went hard left. I'm like, what the f- What's going on? <laughs> Unplugged everything, plugged it back in, and I know that these wheels are supposed to self-calibrate, like spin all yeah. the way left, all the way right. Like, it's not doing that. And I saw a little switch on the top between PS3 and PS4. I'm like, Okay, it's on PS3. Let's switch it over to PS4. Nothing. So I get under the internet and Reddit, and everybody's like, yeah, I'm having the same issue, blah, blah, blah. Everyone's like, check your connections, especially power. Maybe it's a fuse in your power block blown. Like, if that's the case, you got to return it. And I'm checking the power from the wall. Like, this is fucking plugged in, like USB, plugged in. The connector from the pedals to the wheel, plugged in. And I'm finally just raging about it, going, what is going on? And then I decided to check the other end of the power cord. <laughs> oh, Eric. I never actually You got too excited, in. that's all. This, I did. This is the, this is the thing, you know. though, is that every time you buy something, we go through this cycle of like, it doesn't it work! Learn. <laughs> One of us to tell you, like, you idiot, did you plug it in? Oh. <laughs> uh, that thing. So if yeah. you go back to the chat and you see those three deleted messages from yeah. me. <laughs> you wondered what that was. That was me raging about how the wheel wasn't working. Hiding your stupidity. <laughs> I made sure to check the messages to make sure none of you had seen them first. Oh, I saw. I saw. God, I felt like an idiot. And then I fired it up and I went, I want my very first experience with this G29 wheel to be in VR. 
But before Ooh. I even got to that, for some reason, they didn't make the clamps very long. No Ooh. table in my house can support that wheel. I'm surprised by that. Yeah, not a single table. Really odd. I'm also surprised so I had to, that Tom got hooked up to the tables. Gimpy table and that that was wide enough. <laughs> the Gimpy table. How thick so are your tables? I don't know, 12, 13 inches? Yeah, that's a, that's a, that's girth you got on your on your yeah. tabletop there. You, you know, you want a couple... Well, of, I sent I mean, you like, that one picture and it misses it by like a centimeter. It's like just... So I had to go upstairs and get a sheet of, uh, of ha- plywood. A hammer. And I had yeah. to hang that off so that the wheel could clamp to that. But then the plywood would fall off the table. So then I had to get woodworking <laughs> clamps to clamp the plywood to the table. It's the jankiest <laughs> fucking setup in the world. You can no longer laugh at my end table setup now. No, mine is awful. Yeah. It's just <laughs> genuinely bad. We both um, need frames, but one day we'll, we'll, we'll keep a lookout for, but for frames. I popped it in, put the headset on. <laughs> Launched into the first race. I got into the Alfa Romeo. I'm like, I'm going to have my first experience with this wheel and VR. Like, being a car that I have physically owned and driven. Like, I know how this should feel and look. Mm. And I am not shitting you when I'd say that that is a life-changing experience. It is. Yeah. Like, Gran Turismo 7 and VR2 is incredible as it stands. But the disconnect mm. for me was always, ah, I'm holding the controller. Ah, you're sitting there at the wheel. and You got the pedals. And you got, it's just... Mm. I think I could probably only do one or two races in it just because it's so like at yeah. a controller, you're sitting there and you're just kind of you're, you're stationary, but you're really getting into the driving and leaning and all that. It's like just a lot of the motion going on to it. Maybe yeah. it's just because it's been a while since I've been in VR, but dude, yeah. it's unreal. I I think honestly, Tom, when you experience it, it's going to put a PSVR two at the top of your list of things to buy Oh yeah, wow. because it's just incredible. That's what did it for me. was just understanding that like half of these tracks are very vertical <laughs> And like when you go down around the corner and left and you're watching on the TV, you're like, eh, I'm just taking a left. And then you yeah. do it in VR and you're like, holy shit, like that, hump on left. <laughs> that hump on Laguna Seca where you come up and then yeah. it's immediately left oh. down and then to the right. I yeah. love that. I love yeah. that bit. I mean, yeah. I imagine that, that that could give me vertigo after some period of time, but I'm willing to get sick all over everybody for it. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's is it something I needed? Absolutely not. Uh, was it something I was planning on buying? No, but I've caught but. myself. And even when I sent the, the text to Christy, I'm like, hey, can I buy myself an early Christmas present? She goes, dear God, yes, you've been looking at these for long enough. So apparently I've been looking at these <laughs> wheels for a long time. They're in every algorithm on every shop shop front. Oh, yeah. That's, that's what happens to me every time. Like, obviously, I was searching for one for ages. And now that I've bought one, the Internet still thinks I want one. So I don't know how to tell the internet. It's cool, man. I, I got it now. You can try and sell me something else. Just, just pick up your phone and be like, I bought a G29. And yeah. Just leave yeah. talk into Siri. Yeah. Come on. Well, I'm glad yeah. you enjoyed it. I'm trying to think no, if there's any other like major purchases. I wanted to get one of the colored analog pockets that came out. but Oh, yeah. I know yeah, Ben got one cool. of those. Then they did the Game Boy Color homage editions. Like, guys, yeah, those are just those are super nice. Like, finish I, I shipping out the shit that you have on order. I still haven't gotten my <laughs> adapter set that I ordered in December. No, yep, August of last year. My guess is that we'll get a whole bunch of shit at once. 
including the duo, which I now ordered. Um, I looked at that again the other day and went, do I need this? Uh, the, I, it, for me, like I play TurboGrafx games, and to have one that's just accessible that I can hook up to any TV, uh, it makes sense for me. Um, but yeah, I'm in the same boat with you. Like, Jesus Christ, you keep announcing products, but you haven't released anything. Right. Um, mm. And that 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 is a frustration that you're going to encounter with Analog. And I think it's just because they order so many and like that's it for that batch. And then they'll take an order for the next batch. But it can be a year between batches. The problem uh, is their shit is fantastic. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's very <clears throat> good quality, isn't it? Um, oh, do, do either of you have the Super NT? No. Uh, Didn't they the do Genesis. that one? They did one that was made out of metal or something at one point, didn't they? The first one was metal. The yeah. NT Mini or the NT Mini Noir or one of those. Engineered with yeah. Yeah. And yeah. it's fucking amazing. Chad has one. Um, and uh, I look at that and I'm like, shit, I'm I'm really sad that I missed that. But how much do I value our friendship because I want to walk out of this right walk out of the house of this yeah. right now. <laughs> but I, uh, I, but yeah, they're yeah. amazing. I, I thought of you guys when I saw one on on marketplace there's a sealed one on on uh not far from my work for like oh, f- oh nice 500 canadian so i don't know what that is in american but 25 percent off like, and freedom bucks like, yeah exactly <laughs> but yeah i was like oh god like at the engineer with fpga 1080p no lag total accuracy and you just know because it's analog that it's going to be this really beautifully faithful system that is like oh really, yeah yeah it's like, not some when they come back crap. into stock, I'm totally going to order a deck from them too because I think the only thing that I'm missing is being able to play um, like my pocket games on my CRT, and that'll mm. make that possible. With so, the dock, yeah. How can you play it on a CRT? It's only HDMI out. Because that's what a dock is. Is it translates oh, HDMI? Yeah. The DAC. Oh, I thought you said dock. Like I thought you had a no. dock already. I have a dock, and that thing is amazing. And like I really don't mind playing it, but to be able to play those games on the CRT would be amazing. Yeah, it would. Um, And, you know, like, and true to form, I don't think all of their products will be like that. They've even said, like, their uh, Nintendo 64 uh, product that's coming out will not be open FPGA, so you won't get the same kind of, like, adoption. But I I also understand that because that'll limit their next five products. I mean, think about the power of a Nintendo 64. You could emulate Saturn, PlayStation 1, all that. Um, So, uh, yeah, I'm super excited, but... God damn, that pocket is good. Yeah. I've even got Ben to say, like, hey, can I get your file so I can update it? Yes, I'll help you update it. <laughs> like, oh. but being able to play, like, straight arcade games has been amazing for me. Apparently, the Steam Deck is exceptional at emulating PS2. Yeah. Um, oh. So I'm very excited about it. It's PS2 and, like, Wii, isn't it? Yeah. It's, yeah. it's like, flawless. Like, wow. Uh, yeah. So there's some, you know few few ps2 tiles i would love to have handheld well we've hit the age gap now where i don't generally feel bad about emulating ps2 games like that shit was 20 years ago it's a long time now right yeah nobody's (laughs) making money off that anymore no no well except for playstation trying to sell it as part of their membership it's also just like (laughs) yeah yeah but then it's also a chance to play licensed stuff that won't get resold anyway or abandoned where essentially right like, i would love yeah. to have nhl hits on uh, on the deck oh and, like and yeah. if i could take legend of alondar handheld it would just be primo. <laughs> that cover artwork uh, <laughs> yes. now for me I'd, I'd like to go back and play old fighting games like 
Yeah, uh, the Tekken yeah. Two Tekken. on PlayStation Network is genuinely good. What about Tekken and Tag? Um, that was PS2, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah. Tekken Tag was. I liked Tag. tag it was one yeah. is amazing, dude. That yeah. game looks better than most modern games. It's still great. Yeah, yeah Tekken Tag was a launch game too. Yeah, oh, cool. Right, right. Yeah, I, I bought it. I bought it on the day that I stole my PlayStation Two from the store I worked at. It was great. <laughs> um, go on. <laughs> Make sure we're all recording. Yeah, Where were you yeah. working? <laughs> Uh, I was working at a toy store that's no longer around, so my fear oh. of being prosecuted is low. Uh, but it was Circus <laughs> World, or maybe it was KB Toys by then. But I had reserved one, and then I ended up picking up one straight from somebody else. And then I had, like, I took a week off, and they called me in the middle of it, and they're like, "Oh, your PlayStation Two came in." And I thought, like, "Oh, okay, well, I'll go buy it and resell it, and make my money back, and you know, get somebody another PlayStation 2. But I walked in, and they were like, "Here you go." <laughs> shit yes <laughs> sure. quit the toy store yeah wow. <laughs> bought tech and tag but uh hell yeah yeah bank error is Zach's favor that, that 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 toy store was shit anyway the day i walked in they hired me as like an assistant manager or whatever and like two days later i was the manager but they hired <laughs> me and they told me this store expects about fifty thousand in shrink a year and i was like what <laughs> What? Wow. You lose you lose fifty thousand dollars a year, and this is in like nineteen ninety, right? So, or whenever the PlayStation came out, I, I guess that was nine, or that, that was closer to two thousand. But I was like, that's fucking yeah. ridiculous. And it was because they put all their shit out front, like all their Playstations were sitting in a like in the window, and people would just literally walk in and walk out with them. So you know, wow. fuck that store. It was garbage. Um, but you know, I remember working there. One of my famous stories from it was I remember the day that we uh, zeroed out and made a dollar Conker's Bad for a day, and I loaded an entire like shit bin, like you know, in Walmart when they used to have DVDs and they did that. Like I loaded an entire shit bin full of Conker's Bad for days, wow. and like that store just had no idea what it was doing. They were one of the ones that got super pissed at Sega because we had a ton of Genesis and like 32X product. And then, you know, the next day, <laughs> oh, by the way, there's a Saturn. They're like, fuck this. We're not buying that. And I'm like, Whoa. damn it. I really want one. <laughs> wow. Jeez. Anyway, uh, it was ridiculous. We got like 40% off everything, which meant that I bought a lot of Pokemon cards and sold them online. <laughs> I miss the, the late 90s, early 2000s video game store era. Which oh, is, yeah. We're, we're never going to recapture that, that magic. Yeah. No. I, don't I was so. at Best Buy yesterday picking up that wheel, and I sent you guys a video about two weeks ago of mm-hmm. their video game section, just how barren it was. They had taken all the games off the shelf. They used to just be in those like anti theft cases. Yeah. yeah. They'd taken all those off, and they'd replaced them with really poorly printed images of the game cover. And it didn't take up the full piece of paper, it took up like a third of it. So it was really small and shitty. And then they condensed the entire section down to like 30% of that and then just didn't put anything back on the shelves. So one of the guys that I actually used to work with at Best Buy when I was back in college still worked there. So I was talking to him about it. He goes, yeah, apparently there was a very professional ring of thieves that's been going around to Best Buys around the tri-state area here and just stealing shit. So they said, we're not going to have anything on display anymore. And I went, that looks very bad. Just from a customer perspective, that looks very bad bad when i walk into a store and there's not stuff on the shelves or well organized or appealing it makes me think that the company's not doing great and i'm not going to want to do business here it looks real bad you know, so yeah, there's well, nothing we can do about it yeah um, well i know and like the the problem is like honestly i think toys r us back in, in, in the day when they were doing video games there right at the end had the best strategy which was we get these high quality 
like vinyl prints of all the games and we put tags in them. And that's so people can look at the game ostensibly, but they can also tell that they're in stock because everyone has a paper tag. Yeah. And oh. Best Buy, I, I, you know, I can't speak for all Best Buy and certainly they do some good things and I'll still shop there. But like they absolutely positively do not understand what sells a video game. And I get it. You don't have a lot of walkthrough traffic that's not just human trash, but like you have to do something <laughs> to offset not having stuff out on the on the counter. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. My Best Buy is in the worst part of town. Um, okay, got it. And <laughs> and like absolute garbage walks through there. <laughs> like, and it's just oh. it's a shame. Speaking of garbage. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh Speaking yeah. Of- can we can can we talk about? The garbage of all time. Oh my god! <laughs> so it's been. Yes, I will acknowledge the fact once again. It has been a while. So a lot has happened in the past insert number of months. Um, the most notable of which was a new IP from one of video gaming's largest developers with some of the most beloved titles of all time. <laughs> We were hoping they would release a another classic, but instead, what we got was a cosmic fart noise. Oh man, it's so mid. <laughs> so bad. You've never so. sounded older than you calling something mid because it is mid. It's shit. <laughs> we're talking about Starfield. Um, fuck, I don't even know where to begin with this because I'm yeah. torn. I'm torn. On one hand, I put 70 hours into it. I beat oh, it. 70? 70 hours. Holy moly. In a two-week period, and I hated almost all of it. Oh, I dude. I can see why. That's but, crazy. Like, that game, if you took everything wrong with every other Bethesda <laughs> classic... And you put them into one game, and then you slapped a code of like, "Oh, you get to you're in space now." Like that's that's what Starfield is. Yeah, and you're not fact, wrong. No, I mean like just I think it was like the third mission. I had to go look for something on a planet, which is like finding a needle in a haystack full of needles. Um, but like I had to walk <laughs> the equivalent of like two miles across a barren planet with no background music, with no background anything. And find a tiny dot on the screen that occasionally got larger as I walked towards it. And then open up a treasure chest when you get there. Yeah, or I had to shoot a guy. And the shooting of the guy was not fun. Like, that's a... <laughs> yeah. The thing I, that really yeah. opened my eyes to it was how quickly Dan turned it off. Yeah. Like, Dan gets hooked quick. And I think mm-hmm. he played 30 minutes of it and went, no, I can't do it. Yeah. I think you played a few hours, but still, like yeah. in the context of the of a large game like that, it's it's you know a few percent maybe. Um, I was really. I played even it. less. I oh, think did you the play? Problem with, oh, awesome! I did, yeah. But I think the problem with Starfield, from not just the game itself, but its its marketing and its and its reception, was Starfield spent a lot of time telling you that it was cool instead of showing you that it was cool. Like, yeah. it, it would be like uh, telling you go here and it would be a waypoint on the map now go here for a cool thing now go here for this faction thing and it's like no no this is like space in my in my my hope was it was going to be space exploration with role-playing elements and i could really feel like i was part of something big and that i was a just a small fraction of this world but everything centers around you 
and you are always going point to point and the loading shit between oh my god like, like warp, warping around is just, and the loading times in general is just like man this really takes me out of the experience in a huge way like at so, least at least no man's sky had it kind of figured out with the flight stuff and like you know landing onto a planet and stuff that was like part of the the pull that's oh, yeah. the that's the big problem with it though is that we were expecting a galactic size Skyrim experience. The cool thing about Skyrim was you mm-hmm. pop into the world. Same with Oblivion. You come out of the sewers. You're like, There's this whole world for me to explore. And you're walking on your way to Anvil or Breville. And you come across a cave and you dive in. You're like, there's just shit going on everywhere. You're walking to places. And they're like, you get to do that in space. Yeah. But you, and and like, none of you that don't. Happened. And that formula still works because we were doing that with Elden Ring. You leave yeah. that first section in Elder Ring and then you come out and it's like, oh shit. And there's a boss right there on a, yeah. on a mount. The problem like, with uh, it was <laughs> the problem with it was the execution of it though. They went, there's thousands of planets to explore. Okay, well if you boil it down, six mm. of them, maybe nine, actually have shit going on. Like yeah. there's just a handful of really important planets. You cannot fly between them. You jump into no. a solar system and if you want to fly from one planet to the next, you can't. You can jump into orbit around the planet. And then even to fly to the other side of the planet takes too goddamn long. So instead of of actually traversing this space, you are just fast traveling. It is a fast travel simulator. The only time I was ever piloting my ship was for those few times where you jump into a new system and you would have the Federation scan you. Or if you needed to uh, jump in and dock with a space station or you got into a space battle. That was it. I think in the 70 hours I played, maybe three of them were spent actually piloting my ship. Other than that, I was fast traveling everywhere. And that just absolutely took you out of the experience. Well, yeah. And even when you when even when that works, like how I I couldn't understand on the I got to whatever it was, the first world that I was supposed to be on. And they were like, well, run out here and visit this station. And you killed a bunch of pirates, right? Uh, and then you get to take mm-hmm. on the Grand Poobah Pirate and make a decision, and that's great. But then they were like, well, now walk back to your ship. My ship's like three miles away. And I hit start, and I went, oh, I can fast travel there. And I was like, well, this game's fucked. If you can fast travel anywhere in the game, why would you bother exploring? Right. And even if you do explore, there's fucking nothing there on half of the planets. <laughs> there is absolutely probably nothing. more. Yeah. Right. And I mean, think about Fallout, where you walked across you know huge expanses of desert to go from place to place. But guess mm-hmm. what? Um, like, there were people out there. You could listen to the radio. You mm-hmm. could, you know, uh, hunt things. Like, none of that is there in Starfield. And I'm sure it's more realistic, but who the fuck cares at some point? Like, it's right. a game. And you don't have enough game to your game. The other part of it, too, yeah. is that we've hit a point in gaming where 30 frames a second just isn't good enough. And trying to play that yeah. game Bethesda's terrible at shooters as it is like everything that was wrong with fallout was in, in my opinion the shooting aspect of it it just didn't feel mm. tight now this whole game is you can forgive that with melee combat because yeah there's a lot yeah. wider hitbox you know you're swinging a sword it's not going to be as accurate a gun it's like if i'm sniping i should be hitting you uh, yeah. <laughs> 30 frames a second just pulls you out of it. Even if you turn off all the motion blur and um, the film grain, it's still, it's very difficult. And Dan even said, like, it's, it makes me sick to play it. 
Yeah. It'd be like going back and trying to play the original Demon Souls now for me. It's like, I just, I don't think I can mm. do it. <laughs> well, and yeah. two, you think, you think about like how derivative most of it is. Like you finally make it to the, the grand pup, you know, like the whole story centers around the idea that you find this piece of artifact and then you got to go find more. Well, to go find more, you have to go find, you know, the, the lily white, whatever. Um, and it's on this planet that's really big. You get there, you start to discover, um, you know, like the part of the planet. But the the guys that you're supposed to visit, I don't even remember the name anymore, are like the most cliched over the top. Like you meet them in a bar that turns into a library and has a terrarium. Like, Jesus Christ. Did you not have one fucking original idea in your head when you wrote this game? Like this whole thing reads like it's just it's awful. Yeah, well, there there was a part of the game, too, that I completely didn't even touch. So when you it, you have to find these different artifacts, they send you into this. You, you have to find a, a temple and you go into the basement oh, yeah, of the yeah, temple yeah. and you have to float around and basically fly through a glowing orb. And then if you do that enough times, the center thing opens up, you fly through, you get a superpower. I didn't use a superpower once in that entire game. There's like 28 of them. Yeah. And I got done with like 15 of those things. Went, This is dumb because you fly to a planet (laughs) and then they make you walk like a thousand meters to get to this thing just to fly through some orbs and get a new superpower. And it's just it's dumb shit. And there's a there's a, a whole mission around social manipulation like oh this is going to be really cool you can actually manipulate somebody to go open a door or turn off a camera or uh walk around the corners you can sneak by once i was done with that mission never used it not once yeah yeah. (laughs) didn't need to well i'm like the city design was bad there's just there's an endless amount of, of stuff in that game that you look at and you're like this could be something but nobody poured any time to it, which makes me wonder yeah. why the fuck did this cost so much money and take I, so long to come out? I was I thinking about this, and I think had they had they scaled it back and went, we're going to do this within one solar system. Yeah, And sure. you're going to be able to traverse between the planets in a more abbreviated fashion. Like I'm thinking of the TV show on Amazon, The Expanse. How you had yep. Earth and Mars and the Belters way out at the asteroid. Like something like that would have been mm-hmm. awesome. And then maybe there's a distant human colony on Alpha Centauri that, you know, you can upgrade your ship and teleport out there. Not like you can open up some stuff going on out there. Why are there 70 solar systems with 10 planets each and literally nothing going on in any of them? Yeah. Yeah. There, there was no yeah. incentive for me to, to fly into. A solar system and go i'm gonna go see what's on that moon because there's nothing there and yeah. you can't walk around the entire planet so wherever you land they give you a gigantic it's probably like ten thousand meters by ten thousand meters but you eventually get to the edge of it and it said to continue exploring reland your ship or something dumb no. like that so you'd have to go back to your ship teleport take off go land in a different grid everything was just well, based in squares like, do you want realism or not then now it doesn't know it it, it takes you away from the game and give, adds in this realism and it's, it's like, too realistic is is i think what i'm getting at yeah. where it's like there's just yeah, yeah like space this. is full of nothing but yeah nobody well, wants yeah. to play a game full of nothing no <laughs> Well, and the whole like uh, travel system, like you have to have a grid set up so you can get from this planet to this planet to this planet. I'm like, Jesus yeah. Christ, like that is not realistic, nor is it fun to play. 
Because just to get to like the first world took seven hours of just bouncing around and oh now your ship's out of jumping stones or whatever the fuck it was. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. Isn't the just exciting it, incident for the story very cliche of like touching an art alien artifact and yeah. something magic, you know? This is like some two thousand and one Space Odyssey shit. And it's like, yeah. Like a <laughs> Like you need to boil this down to what's fun to play. <laughs> and then do that. It's like half the team spent the entire game with NASA designing space stations. And right. then the other half of the team went like, oh, well, I'm the worst writer at Bethesda. Let me <laughs> let me fill in the blanks with some shit. And I don't, I don't know. I just I played it for two or three days. I actually restarted it once because I borked my save, mm-hmm. uh, which is a thing with me these days. Uh, but that's, you know, like and then I restarted. I got back to where I was and I was like, fuck this. This just isn't fun. It wasn't that I broke it. It's just terrible. And I have no doubt, like, Bethesda will make it right. It'll take them two years, and they'll release 50 patches for it. And hopefully, like, they decide, like, hey, nobody needs to see this in fucking 4K. I can back down the resolution to make the frame rate better, and I can do this to the combat system. But, like, for right now, it's not worth it. And that was, honestly, the reason that I bought an Xbox. Um, It was for me, too. It was for me, too. And I just, I see no reason to play on it anymore. In fact, I'm more interested in the backwards compatibility of that thing than anything else. That's yeah. the only reason I'm holding on to it is yeah. the very few Xbox games I ever buy from here on out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just, most most of my shit is old and I want to play that again, like again, oh, you know, to sit on my knees and bow at the altar of Ninja Gaiden is one of the things I'm always going to do. Um, and, you know, those games play perfectly, but it takes me back to like an era where I'm like, okay, exclusives mattered to Xbox at this point. They paid big money to get Ninja Gaiden on that platform. Right. And then the three requisite sequels. Um, and so, you know, I'm like, Jesus, what's your business strategy going forward? Is it just releasing a bunch of very, very mediocre games and giving them away for free with Game Pass? Because if that's the case, I don't need to be on that platform anymore. No. Right. I think I've hit a point where anything that comes out on Xbox, I'm just going to play on PC. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Well, and that's part, that's sort of a detriment to that strategy, too. Like, if they were exclusive to Xbox, it'd be great. Putting them on PC makes no sense because you're always going to get a better experience there. Right. Yeah. Tom, are you se- are you selling your Xbox? Yeah, I, I really do not have any need for it, uh, especially now at the Steam Deck, if I want to play a PC game. I, like, Granted, it's not going to be the most uh, awesome experience, but... I mean, I'm not too fast. This, I, I probably will look into getting some kind of dock for the for the deck so I can play some stuff on the TV and see how that goes. But does it take I, a dock? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. It, I didn't it, know the, that. I like I I know it plugs into the TV, but I was like, doesn't that just take an HDMI cable? That's- yeah, no. There, <laughs> there's a there's a more like elegant way to do it yeah you can do nice. that but that's like a, there nah, a just dog. set it on there have a cord draped from your <laughs> coffee table up to the tv so that you yeah. can trip over it and pull it off yeah exactly and uh <laughs> should we should we spoil that for Dan, foreshadowing we... for uh for a minute but yeah no i i am uh i am parting with it i have a 360 so my favorite yeah. xbox games are actually on that system so i can always just play play my 360 games there um my xboxes have become Fortnite machines for my kids yeah oh yeah i think i think they are good kids machines honestly because you don't need you don't need xbox gold to play Fortnite. yep so they were playing it on switch i got my kids into it because i wanted to get them off of roblox so just amelia came home one day and she's like dad what's Fortnite?" i went oh here we go 
<laughs> so I, I set him up. Welcome with a to the rabbit hole. <laughs> what was the problem with Roblox? It is a very unhealthy community. There's a lot is of it, really inappropriate stuff on there. Oh, it's also like largely un, very unregulated, right? In terms of what the content very is yeah. submitted. Okay. Uh, if you're if you're a parent and you have kids who play Roblox, do yourself a favor and read up on the Sus games. Just S U S. They are scary. Like they're geared a hundred percent towards kids, but they're basically sex chat rooms, and oh, no. you level up by going in and and performing actions like it's a roblox character in a roblox world but still it is a very inappropriate mm. stuff that's being you know simulated within those worlds okay and i have my i have my kids roblox accounts pretty locked down you know they can't look at anything over rated for nine years and, and above they can't chat they can't add friends they can't do any of that so it's pretty regulated but i understand 99 percent of parents don't do any of that so sure um I know, the, I know the Fortnite community is pretty well regulated through it Epic. Is. For, it is. For me, yeah. I, it's just a, a hole in which I throw like $9 a week and I'm like, oh, I got to get them off that. Yeah. You know, just like because it's garbage, no matter what you do, it's going to be garbage. If it can run on a toaster, like it shouldn't be that special to them to play. Right. Yeah. So Amelia wanted to play Fortnite. So I set him up with Epic accounts. I locked all that stuff down. They've all had they all have a Microsoft account anyway, because uh, from doing Xbox stuff and regulating their tablets and all of that. So got them set up on Fortnite. They started playing that. We just play it as a family. We had a Fortnite night and they were playing it on Switch and I went, holy shit, this looks bad. It looks <laughs> awful. Yeah. It's oh, bad it's on Switch, just yeah. muddy. It's barely <laughs> PS2 level of, of quality. So fired up the series x and the one x and they're playing it on that so the, fortnite the, is great fun i like i enjoy it i have a good yeah time it's fortnite. we had a really good time and it's been really fun listening to those two strategize when they play together um I, I think it's great not only for hand-eye coordination but just for situational awareness and yeah. just mm-hmm. how do we strategize our way through this and just yeah. they've been having teamwork fun with it. yeah but, and uh, they do, they do uh, duos together yeah, we do duos, we do trios, and then they they roped Christy into it. So we had a four player family Fortnite night, and you know, set up. Nice. We set it up in the game room with a LAN party, so I had three extra monitors, my TV, bunch of consoles. We had four people on four different consoles on four different TVs playing the same game. Like this would have blown teenage Eric's mind. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, and Xboxes are great for that. Like they they land together pretty well. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah. I, I look at that and I'm like, see, there's so much potential here. And then you just flush it down the toilet with a product like Starfield. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I agree. I agree. But I don't want to. I don't want to hate the system. I don't want to. I don't. I just. No. Yeah. You know. Yeah. <laughs> so, I can't yeah. deny the pleasure I, I must give myself, given that I spent a thousand dollars on it. Right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> during the time that Starfield was out, though, we were all basically ghost attacking over Sea of Stars instead. Oh my god, that game's good. It's mm. just incredible. It was a fun game. Did you yeah, end up beating I, it, Tom? The game no, not, I'm like not. <laughs> god. <laughs> I was gonna damn it. You beat me to it. Get it get it. Uh yeah. I yeah, yeah next week. I think I I'm about halfway through, but I uh haven't beat it yet. It's actually on my Xbox, so I may have to uh purchase it on another platform and play it through that start over i mean i i can think of worse things to do with your time hey we get yeah. a physical version in january i will yeah. be buying that yeah same 
on PS5? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's on PS5. And I think they're well, doing a Switch version as well, which I probably wouldn't mind playing. Which one would you buy, Eric, physical? Which, which PS5 or Switch? I'd probably go Switch. Yeah. Yeah. That game had... is so good in its simplicity. Like, but it's it gets complex when it comes to the combat, and I love that about it. Yeah. Yeah. And it looks fucking good too. That's oh, impressive to me how good that game looks. The music yeah. was phenomenal. Combat had a few weird difficulty spikes throughout, but Sure. Um other than but, that But it had you had to think a little bit. You could you definitely couldn't just mash attack, which I thought was was good. Yeah, yeah it it towed the line, switched on. It towed the line very well of being overpowered to just right and it was really difficult to become overpowered because right at the point you're like yes these battles are easy the game went ha here we go yeah i i liked the live mana system that the system of just like in the moment power-ups that don't carry forward or or back it's just like how am i going to strategize using these using these power-ups at this moment it forces you to use them you're like oh yeah yeah i gotta use them so i did like how your characters would revive if they went down they'd revive after a certain amount of time yeah i get that it makes it kind of takes away that element of you know hey make sure you're prepared but also it adds a new level of strategy of oh shit what defensive stuff can i do in the next two or three moves to make me survive just long enough for this person to come back yeah yeah Yeah. well and the story is there too right like you want to keep playing it's so Mm -hmm. good and it's mm-hmm. yeah, I don't want to spoil too much of that, but if you've not played Sea of Stars, you need to. Like and it's it's on everything, right? It's on Game yeah. Pass, it's on PlayStation Plus. So um, yeah. and I'm very happy that I got to play it early, but like I want the physical edition. <laughs> yeah. It yeah, is yeah, that's fair. I, I think it who was it? Jason Schreier's like it is the best modern JRPG full stop. Yeah. It's it on the game that, of the yeah. year list? It I was is just, the best indie, I believe. Yeah. I yeah, was just checking okay. the game of year stuff. It was. I yeah. think it's in a I couple, feel like it deserves to be there more than Starfield. <laughs> Starfield's yeah, a modern yeah. game a year. No. Well, like, how could you do that? How could you put that game up against, like, Final Fantasy or any of the yeah. games that have come out this year? Because they're all great. Uh, I want to say that Sea of Stars... Yeah, Sea of Stars is included in uh, Best RPG, along with Baldur's Gate 3, Final Fantasy 16, Lies of P, and Starfield. I Lies cannot believe that Lies of P is on there. Have you played it? I played the demo and went, this is absolute trash. Well, yeah. I, I, people are liking it a lot. Clearly, yeah, and I'm, but, yeah. I, feel, I feel like I'm missing something. Mm. Yeah, I think I mean, it's that need for Bloodborne. Honestly, yeah, like that's yeah. everybody that talks about like it's the next Bloodborne. Nothing is the next Bloodborne. You know what's Bloodborne? Bloodborne. <laughs> yeah, not even <laughs> Bloodborne 2 will be the next Bloodborne because it's just not coming. Bloodborne. bloodborne. It's bloodborne. <laughs> desperate for that patch. More than more than more than a sequel, Bloodborne fans are desperate for the 60 FPS patch. Yes. <laughs> I like I like 60 FPS. You can leave it at whatever ridiculous resolution it's at. Just give me 60 frames yeah. per second and make it playable. Like cuz on PlayStation 5, if you look at that, like I almost think it's a strategy because everybody knows if there's a Bloodborne patch, no one will play anything else. So save it for a month, oh. a couple months long stretch where nobody's playing slump. anything else anyway. Yeah, the summer slump. Yeah, I yeah I agree. Um, Sorry, best, is Lies of P really an RPG? I would slate that more as an action game. Yeah, yeah it's I'm, an RPG. I'm, I'm wondering about that, but I I guess you have. 
it's such a difficult one. People, as soon as you can start adding stats, it's suddenly got this RPG yeah, skew. That's right. Even though I prefer a bit more than that to qualify, but I guess it's, it's such a loose term now. But yeah. um, for best independent game, Sea of Stars also makes an appearance along with oh great yeah uh, along with Cocoon. So the guys that did like Inside and Limbo, I believe. I meant yep. to play that, but my Game Pass subscription um, expired. <laughs> uh viewfinder which apparently is really good i just yeah. don't know much about it uh dredge which i also heard was i want to play dredge and then finally dave the diver let's talk about dave the diver i haven't played dave the diver <laughs> oh, it's but so apparently good. it's amazing apparently it's, it's really, so good. really good dan and yeah. i have been obsessing over it i i fell off because i actually started playing star ocean second story r which whoo boy that that has been insanely well reviewed on steam you know oh, like my. steam has the whole like positive mostly positive very this is an overwhelmingly positive game i don't think i've ever seen a star ocean get that kind of response no it's, it's supposed to be ever. good though it's yeah. incredible what they've done to it they still have the they still have the old school style sprites but yeah. they've taken the 2d hd to the next level where the whole world is 3d rendered and you have the sprites within the world it's oh, just that's cool and then they have the original arrangement, but then now they have like an orchestral soundtrack to it. Can you um, switch between them on the fly? Yep. Oh, okay, nice. Yeah. I mean, you got to go good. into the menu and go to settings yeah, and flip it over, but fine. still you can you can flip through it. It's um nice. I don't know. I mean, yeah. it's it's Star Ocean I second want that story. Game. It's I, yeah, yeah, that's the best one. It's the best one. It's like, incredible. Gen- generally um, considered. I started playing second evolution on the PSP. Yeah, uh, after which, I finished first departure R. Or no, first departure, and then yeah. um, this game's just leaps and bounds better. Now yeah. that I played first departure and like really have my head wrapped around the whole IC combat skill thing, where you can like upgrade different things that then unlock specialties like appraisal and fabrication and customization and all yeah. of this and orchestra where you can create music and then that piece of music if you play it with these four instruments will spawn this boss enemy like it's really really complex but what i really like about this one is the uh uh uh, private event private actions they had it in the first game but there's so many in this one where you can go into a town and go to private action where you kind of disband your whole party and then certain story beats happen at certain times where you can go and talk to certain players and raise your friendship level with them and just experience a deeper Ooh. aspect of the story. Um, again, it was present in the first game, but it's it's done so much better in the second one. And it's Amazing. been 25 years since so I played this not. game. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, PS1 days. Um, yeah. Oh, that's it's, awesome. It's great. You would absolutely love it. It It's become my wind down the evening night, just yep. like wind down the evening game where I'll just pop it in and play a little bit. But... Or if Christy's watching TV or something, I'll just run around the world map and just fight mm-hmm. and just level up because the combat's so great. But they did something, and I, I don't necessarily want it. It's not a spoiler, but it's something that they've added to the game that's like, oh, that's a really neat homage to every mm. other Star Ocean game, and they've integrated it into this. Nice. So I won't I won't spoil oh. it, but it's really cool. It's on my wish list. It's on my Steam wish list. Because I think that's yeah. a good deck game. Yeah. Oh, for um, sure. Yeah. yeah. But 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 Dave the Diver, real quick, going back to that. That's so good. What, it's so yeah, good. What's so, what's so great about it? The loop is just really captivating. Yeah, it is. Yeah. 
it is uh oh shit that reminded me i played through all of 30xx too finally that came up but i won't <laughs> I, I digress i digress i will put Mega Man on hold it's a roguelike basically where you are yeah. a scuba diver and it sounds really really dumb but you're a it, you're a scuba diver whose sole purpose is to provide food for a sushi restaurant yes like that's that's the gameplay loop so you you dive into this this magical blue hole that has appeared and every mm-hmm. time you come out everything regenerates oh, yeah. so <laughs> <laughs> whatever so you have a certain amount of oxygen and you okay. can collect more oxygen as you go but you need to upgrade your gear to go deeper so it it is your traditional roguelike loop and you go down you kill fish take that stuff back to the restaurant where you can then modify your menu based on the fish that you kill but then it's a little bit like moonlighter where you have yes. to run the shop and sell the stuff that you found but now instead you are serving patrons at a sushi restaurant where okay. they'll come in and they'll order tea and you have to pour the tea just to the right level or you have to um oh. deli- they'll come up and they'll order a sushi roll or whatever and you have to walk back to the kitchen and bring it out to them in a certain amount of time and get money from that then you can use that money to purchase upgrades to continue diving and it's it's just oh god so, that's addictive it's so that good sounds, it's like oh yeah. just one more dive just just one more dive it's great yeah but it's also very difficult because you can quickly get into an area where you're unprepared like dan was telling me about a time where he just swam down and this huge ass shark came out and killed him just <laughs> ate him up <laughs> but right. you can get you can get weapons like you can uh get different types of rifles different spear guns swords so it's it's very weird and and kind of campy and the different types yes. of stuff but the writing is incredible with it it's just very very off-color humor yes my um, brother said that the writing and the cutscenes he never skips and he like never loves, because your sushi yeah. restaurant is run by these really prodigious japanese people <laughs> yeah and they'll come in and they'll like audit your restaurant before they'll allow you to do something bigger and there's always these really over the top japanese animated cutscenes that yeah it's like a japanese game show <laughs> lots of yes. colors and like really intense zoom ups into the face and <laughs> nice. it's a great game it was one of those where i didn't even need i watched the trailer and immediately bought it i didn't even play the demo oh, like, oh that's awesome yeah. need to have this well and like yeah. that that sounds like right up my pooper uh, because I that mm-hmm. sounds like something you can play for 10 or 15 minutes at a time. Yeah. And I, I've gotten to the point in my life where like being able to play something for 10 or 15 minutes, either if I'm waiting on a meeting or whatever it is I'm doing is super important. And yeah. that was my problem with 30XX. 30XX is <laughs> phenomenal. I mean, yeah. unbelievably good. I, I purposely didn't play it when it was in Steam Greenlight. It came out in Steam Greenlight like two years ago. Yeah, it's been like, a while. I just I want to wait for the full experience. I don't. Because just how my brain works, if I get to yeah. the end of something, I'm not going to come back to it. Even if they're like, That's well, hey, the next iteration of the game is it's like, ah, technically, then I'm starting over and I don't want to do that. <laughs> so I waited and good God, I obsessed over that game. But it got to the point where each run was like 60 to 70 minutes. Like That's not. That's not a short commitment. I probably put wow. 50 to 60 hours into that game before I beat it once. Wow. Good God. Well, and that's, that's a lot. great. If you can find something that that's sort of simplistic and it, it itches that scratch, you know, <laughs> that's a, <laughs> <laughs> that's important. 
But I think yeah. I hope to see Dave the Diver win some stuff here. It, it's tough that Dave the Diver is up against Sea of Stars because I don't, I don't think I can yeah. in good conscience vote for, for Dave the Diver over Sea of Stars because Sea of yeah. Stars is just that good. What about Dredge? I heard that Dredge is kind of a bit like the same aspect of you know fishing for stuff that you bring back somewhere, like the same kind of loop as. I, I get don't the know. impression I, that Dredge is more like Moonglow Bay. Did you ever play that? No, what's that? Kind of the same thing, except it, okay. you're you're supporting an mm. entire town. Okay, okay. Oh, okay. Moonglow, or Moonglow Bay was really cool. Um, but Dredge supposedly has some kind of horror aspect to it. Yes, I think it's got some story elements that are like intriguing that kind of carry the rest of the the loop which is like just extra fodder for you to want to get to the get to the end yeah um yeah there's a lot of categories there's a bunch of categories i have absolutely obviously no interest in even uh, like you know anything to do with esports is not really my jam or (laughs) content creator of the year and all that kind of stuff i'm not interested in best esports coach yeah (laughs) I, i just i feel like that's invented so I, I, <laughs> those people have like buy-in to it, but in no way do I follow any esports coach. When I click like on the best esports coach, the only one that looks like a coach to me is Jordan. He's this guy. He's got the baseball cap and he's got the headphones, and he's like, you know, like a like a sports coach. You know, I expect him to throw that hat down and jump on it when something doesn't go well. Uh, the rest of them, it's like, I what is, okay. I have such what a weird, I. I I have such a weird viewpoint of esports because having worked in technology sales with school districts for almost 10 years now, I saw the rise of interest in esports within schools. And everyone's like, we got to start, like, schools are going to be all over this and they want to do that and esports this and esports that. It's like, I just, I just don't see it. I've tried, I've talked to schools all over the country about it. Everyone's like, yeah, we should probably start getting into this. We're getting. I just don't. Yeah. I don't. I don't get it. Like I totally understand that esports is huge money. But yeah, it's money. It's I'm just money, not right? seeing it as pervasive as it supposedly is. And I, I kind of wonder if it's this thing where people are like, we're yeah. making it seem bigger than it really is. Well, if we have politicians that continue to cut school budgets, and you have to choose between like, hey, we're going to do this to get our math department up, or yeah. we can buy, build an esports stadium. I'm, I, I get it. I get but it too. I, I think you do have to start at that level to make it important to me. Uh, because if my kids are into it, I'm into it. But if right. not, yeah. I, it's just a bunch of snot-nosed teenagers running around doing nothing. Um, and, you know, like, oh, dude, I made a million dollars last week on this Call of Duty match. I don't give a fuck. Like, right. that's good for you, but I don't care. I still um, maintain that, it, yeah, that's great. You know, like streamers and YouTube people. Great. You're making good money. Awesome. But is that really a transferable skill because that will dry up it it's not a matter of when or it's not a matter of if it's a matter of when that will end the average esports career is a couple years maybe yeah. and what are you going to parlay that into well you- i mean and yeah because we've already seen the first generation come out and so few are doing anything active in esports cuz they can go make money doing something else or they're boogie Right. And they're sitting on their couch, raping people, doing nothing. (laughs) Oh, boogie. God. 
And yeah, that documentary I, taught me nothing. It's that Boogie is a huge piece of shit. Yeah, who's going to much. beg to be a huge piece of shit his entire life? <laughs> yeah, please. And I, I have to continue being a piece of shit. Give me money. I want to continue being a piece of shit. Buy me a car. Like, no, you're a fucking idiot. Like, Which and is, I, uh, I tried so hard to empathize for him, especially watching that documentary. But god damn, what a piece yeah, of shit! I, I think you do naturally the human pull for for just the heartstrings and empathy is there it's always going to be there but you're trying to you're trying to find an angle where you feel sorry for someone who's clearly in a situation that is not one that you would want to be in but then he just keeps coming out with a with with all this heinous bullshit and he's just completely unremorseful for so many things just at the point where you start to be like man maybe the tides were just against this guy yeah constantly he's like (laughs) But I finally found something that makes me happy. Let me introduce you to my 19-year-old girlfriend. How old are you? uh, 50. It's like, dude, like you had us on the cusp. You had us on the cusp of feeling sorry if you were like, nope, done. You're a piece of shit. No, no, it's just fucking weird and creepy and odd and bad. So I remember seeing her at MoCon. And like she was sitting off to the side, and he's like, "Oh, cool, he's got an assistant." And then he kissed her, and I was like, "Oh my god, oh. I'm in a pedophilic room full of asshats because of Boogie." Like, Boogie this was is at just... MoCon. Yeah. When he gave us he gave a speech there this past <laughs> year. Yeah, I was in that little room listening to him and um, oh, Eric. Were you not there? There's a bunch of. People. I was out buying games. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I needed a break. <laughs> I was probably at the bar drinking with uh, with Matt and saying really loud inappropriate things. No, I wanted to go see Riggs, and there was a couple other people I wanted to see while I was there. And I did, and Boogie was there. And I mean, just like the whole persona attitude was just this person that was very self-indulged. Yeah, and I can't, I can't get past that. I can't get past the back, the fact that you don't have empathy for anybody else. Well, Uh, and when when you as a fifty-year-old date a nineteen-year-old girl, that's what that is. It's you not having empathy for her situation or her problems. And sure, she's a crazy fuck. Of course, you are. But, like, at some point you have to go, like, nah, can't support that. Yeah. Misery loves company, and he found yeah. somebody to commiserate with. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Also, I never needed to see him naked in the bath. I just, that's not part of who I am. <laughs> yeah, no thanks. <laughs> um, Tom. Yes. Sell me on uh, uh, on Allen Cheesebake. Oh, oh yeah. So, I don't often buy games on release day. Wait a minute. Uh, Wait a minute. I don't. I really don't. I'm going to stop you there. It's true. It's true. You can't stop I guess on release day, there was a stretch of like a week where it felt like you bought a game every day. Which games? (laughs) Which games? I'm trying to think. You bought Metal Gear. Yeah. You bought Metal Gear. You bought Alan Wake. You bought Gran Turismo. Um, Shit. What else did you? You bought Spider-Man 2. Spider-Man 2. Leave me alone, you fucks. <laughs> now you know how I feel. <laughs> okay, for, first of all, Metal Gear was birthday present. Uh, Plus it's Metal Gear. Well, he was always going to buy that. It's Metal Gear Yeah, and I was, but yeah. Stray was a birthday present. I got Stray as well. Oh, have you played it yet? Yes. So, oh, it's good. Game. It's good. It's good. Um, Sp- Sp- Spider Dude um, just caught up in the frenzy. But I'm in, I, yeah. I, I'm enjoying that game. I'm enjoying Bad that purchase. Game. But but <laughs> but um, Alan, do not use your engine brake too. Yeah, that one I bought 
day one because I've always been very excited for Alan. But to be honest, it's Remedy, right? I just very much like Remedy games. Um, Alan Wake one, not not the best. Nice ideas, but wasn't you know, great. Not not greatly <laughs> executed. Great. <laughs> but Alan Wake two, I really enjoyed all the demos they did, the gameplay demos. They had a trailer, last game awards. Sam Lake was, you know, knew what he was doing, like in terms of marketing this game. And he's kind of like a, he's a bit like Kojima in a way. Like he's the head, he's the the head of that of that whole operation at Remedy. But he's the guy that goes around telling people about the game, and so it's like you get this nice connection between, you know, him and his his uh, labor of love. And Sam Lake himself is even in this game. Yes. In a in a myriad of different ways, it's all very meta and weird, and it's very high concept. And that's just that's just remedy for you. I said before in our in our group chat that Alan Wake to making even an appearance in all of the categories it's in is kind of Oscar bait, you know. Like it was, it's it's come out right where the awards have. It's this is not this is completely deliberate that it's here, like to to sweep up some awards on certainly things like art direction and. Maybe even like the score and music, to be honest. I mean, I personally think the score and music is fantastic. Yeah. Um, it's a very strong psychological horror game. It very much wears re- the, the Resident Evil remakes on its sleeve. The survival horror aspect, the inventory management, the um, just even the way it the way it plays and presents. It's like it's it's definitely looked at those influences. And that can't be a bad thing because those games are fantastic. Um it, it 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 can get in its own way a little bit. I, somebody gave it a ten out of ten on like like the you know on uh, one of the game media sites, and I, I, for me, if I was to give it some kind of arbitrary number, it's more like more like in the nines for me. Like it's 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 brilliant, but a uh, perfect game, no, not the ten is perfect. You know what I mean? It's just it's, I wouldn't give it the absolute top accolade, but. There is stuff. There's some stuff that I can't spoil it, but there's stuff they've done in that game where, and this was the same with Control, where I'm like, how the fuck did they do that? Like on a technical aspect, and I know that if you've played through Control, that's probably you, you, there are moments in that game where you're like, Jesus, like, yeah, and 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 Zach, you remember Control was like the whole, uh, that was around the time we were getting into games with you know the ray tracing stuff, yeah, how good Control looks on PC. They sure. they really do push the the boundary with some of that stuff, um, and just the 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 way they flip the the world and the and the geometry of the world in this game is the same as as control, but taken even further. And that's it's impressive. It, it, it's 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 a really really surprisingly great game. And I say that because the first one was really not. Do you still need yeah. to find batteries for your flashlight? uh yes but like you very <laughs> but you very rarely need to they last longer it's it's not as bad as the the first one it really isn't yeah yeah <laughs> well and the concept of the dark world um is yeah. more fleshed out in this game and it is like it's there's never a, a point i'm i'm probably halfway through it um, and too. I, I too won't spoil anything but i'll say that like resource management is not as much a problem like you won't ever run out of ammo yeah you won't ever run out of um you know upgrade paths and all health that paths yeah painkillers yeah and especially um, if you set it on like one of the easier settings you'll find lots of that stuff everywhere yeah. 
but it's definitely more story focused game and i like the story so far in fact i didn't plan on playing it at all and then tom wow. raved about it and so i bought it on pc <laughs> which i'll talk about in a minute uh <laughs> but it's yeah. it's definitely engaging um and in a way that's not derivative of anything else like i feel like it does have notes of resident evil i feel like it does have uh, a lot of story beats that are kind of silly and over the top but it does feel very tied um and i i like i'll say it like i feel like it creates a universe for remedy games um yeah. that i didn't expect to see before and i played all those games right like i played um max quantum Payne. break i played quantum break which i did not enjoy no that's all. not a good one i hate <laughs> that game yeah. i hate that fucking game i wish uh, I, yeah but i got you know i started to get back with it with control especially after i got the rtx stuff and i was kind of wowed by some of the visual features mm-hmm. um but this is good it's it's a good game i'd agree with tom it's not a 10 but it's definitely an eight or nine yeah there's yeah, a lot of and, there's a yeah. lot of fat guy dicks in this game, and I just it that's hard for me to get yes, past. There but are. <laughs> <laughs> there's lots of fat guy dicks. Um, yeah, oh, Jesus. Uh, it's um yeah it 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 does throw some some stuff at you. It's and yeah in 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 the Resi aspect, I there's other things with that share from Resi, like the concept of the save room with the, yeah. with instead of a instead of a chest to store your items, it's a it's a shoebox. Uh, yep. you save with a with coffee flasks like coffee is that seems to be a a focus and i like coffee a lot so that works for me <laughs> um uh th- th- there's there's these um sort of b-movie uh esque like advertisements on t on the tvs which are fun yeah. to watch the notes like the me- i read every memo they're all voice acted by whoever does the voice for for alan wake um this is just again it's a carryover from control where it's one of the very very few games where i am in i'm in um interacting with all the ancillary information that may not even may not even be important but to to be honest everything you find in that game punches a a a, a dent into the plot so it's yeah that's true it, you know it, nothing is just there for the sake of it and i'm like how did you do that can you tell me what the premise of the story? I've I've watched nothing about this. I didn't watch a single trailer. What's the premise of it compared to the second one? I'd have a hard time talking one. through that. Um, me too. I'm so it without yeah. spoiling anything because the game is really like it picks up from Alan Wake one, okay. but not for a long time. Um, and you, in fact, you play as uh, Saga, who yeah. is the the new um, sort of hero du jour before you ever play as Alan Wake. And she's got this whole, like, mind palace thing where she goes in and, like, it's supposed to be you thinking about the case and you put together a bunch of clues. And it's all based on murders and now there's a murder death cult and blah, blah, blah. Um, mm-hmm. But it's it's hard to explain without you playing it and, that, and without you understanding how Alan Wake himself ties into it. I I really think you'd like it, Eric. Yeah, like, it's I good. Just, I, I it's, do think you'd like it a lot, yeah. Um, I'll also say that you should absolutely pick this up on console because on perform on performance wise on PC it plays like absolute dog shit. Oh, that's um, a shame. I mean, I and I'm you know I'm I'm rocking a 3080 because my 3090 won't fit in my case. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, oh, yeah. It like if you go into this game and you think like oh I'm gonna get great performance and amazing you know graphics like you're not. It's gonna look yeah. just like the PS5 game. In fact, I have everything I think set to medium. Um, yeah. And it looks and performs about like a PS5. Maybe it, it runs a little faster, but it's good. It's super good. 
Yeah, um, I, I, I'm just constantly compelled by the story and where it's going next because it's yeah, just yeah, yeah, very yeah, yeah. meta and and like trying to ascertain. You're just always uncovering mysteries, and it's this it's pure mis it's pure mystery and what's real and what's not real. It's it's psychological horror just done well, and yeah. um, I think the and it's got- I, I think yeah. It Is it say- more Silent Hill style horror than the original? Because the original Alan Wake was a little bit more Resident mm. Evil style, like run around and there's something scary in the woods and it's chasing you and shine your flashlight on it. No, and- no, no, no. no. It's, yeah. it's way more psychological than that. There are Silent like little Hill. jump scares here and there, um, yeah. but it's, it's definitely a more in your head story. Um, and that's, yeah. that story is excellent. Um but again, mm. it, it, this would be like me trying to explain control to anybody that hadn't played it. Like, yeah, yeah, it's got a premise and you run around and shoot things. And that's all I can really tell you. Um, and not, yeah. I'm not trying to be an asshole about it. Like, that's literally like I cannot explain it. Interesting. Yeah. It's okay. good, though. Uh, but I think you should add it to your uh, PS5 wish list and grab it when it's on its first like 20% sale or something. Yeah. Okay. That makes like, sense. Or you can play yeah. it on Xbox and it'll run a little better and then you'll have a reason to play your Xbox. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. Oh, God. Then that's... Ugh, I don't want to do that. I know. It's it's a lot like, well, I'm, I got herpes and I'm having an explosive <laughs> month. <laughs> no, but it's really good. Really worth your time. I have... I have so much stuff I'm in the process of. Super Mario RPG just came out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'll I touch that soon. Did that, <laughs> did that review well? Are people happy with very that game well. generally? Yeah. Very yeah. well. There's a couple They're, There's a couple outlets that kind of panned it, but it's like, it's a Super Nintendo game that they've just put new paint on. I mean, they've made some upgrades no. to the battle system from what I've seen. I was watching no. a trailer for it. <laughs> and. No. These are people that want to hate on Nintendo for doing what Nintendo does. And like, I I was blown away by Super Mario Wonder. Um, We didn't even talk about Mario Wonder. Mario Wonder is fucking a miracle. It's It's, like that game seriously turns Mario on its head and in the best possible way. And you've got people out here like, oh, just play fucking Mario. Play Starfield instead. Like, fuck off. Like, that's you have to try and hate Mario Wonder. And when you play it, like, there's so much detail to it. The thing that mm. I will, the one knock that I have against Mario Wonder, and it, maybe this is just a, a something that's wrong with all Mario games, is it is not great to play multiplayer. No. It's, it is designed. I, I, I remember New Super Mario Brothers being genuinely fun to play with four people because you have four people on the screen Everybody would have to kind of move the screen together. But in Mario Wonder, I don't know why they decided to do it this way. But when you you load up a level, one person is randomly assigned the leader and they have a little crown above them. That person dictates the entire screen. So if that person wants to go, fuck you and just run, everybody just gets left behind. And then Uh. if the person who's the leader dies... It switches to a different person who then becomes a leader. So there's no consistency over how the screen is moving. My kids and I were so excited to play this, but we all just kind of came to the consensus of this just isn't fun to play together because we were constantly like, wait or stop running or wait for get me or it just wasn't it Mm. wasn't great. But the game itself is phenomenal. Just don't play it with other people, I guess. Yeah, if you play it by yourself, I'll say this, too. 
it's difficult. Oh, yeah. Like, there are sections in this game that, I mean, I've been playing Mario games for literally 40 years that I'd knock my head against and go like, nope, not doing that today. Um, because it, it the difficulty curve is ridiculous. But it's also good. The music. Oh, my God. Like, you play the first mm. level and you realize that, like, oh, shit, this is totally different. Um, and even some of the movement stuff is completely different. Like, you know, the Mario kind of slide to the edge of a cliff thing as you're running towards it. Like, yeah. that mm-hmm. is not a thing anymore. Um, oh. You'll do a lot more wall bouncing than you normally do. The power-ups are all very different. So it's it's a phenomenal game. And I expect the same thing out of Super Mario RPG, honestly. Like, I expect them to take a little bit of a, a viewer tilt and say, like, okay, well, we need to add some stuff and take stuff away. Super Mario RPG looks brilliant, by the way. Yeah. Like, it's mm. it's a Nintendo... Like, they didn't cheap out on anything. They actually rendered everything. Um, and in a way that, like, if you look at it for more than five minutes, you're going to notice things that you didn't notice before. Some of the art styles changed, but I think it's all for the better. Yeah, I, uh, I'm pumped. I'm ready to play it. I just need to get through these other 70 it's a good intro no for rpgs for <laughs> ellie too because she's she tried to play one of the original final fantasies and like it's just a little heavy and i yeah. think that mario rpg is going to be a good yeah it's a good introduction for her. you didn't it's start a- her on mystic quest what's wrong with you baby's first rpg right there that's right <laughs> i think i think my kids will probably enjoy mario rpg i just gotta get them to watch me play it and then somebody will steal it from me we've now come to the point in the family household that everybody has a switch uh and we that is almost oh, wow. there yeah we we <laughs> we crossed the line with lucy for her birthday because she really wanted a switch so i bought her, get her the switch Crossing light switch. yeah i have three switch lights one oled and one regular yeah, I was on the verge of picking up one of the Zelda switches because the girls were playing Fortnite, and I'm like, yeah, just because I want to play C- I want to play uh, Star Ocean, and went, I'm just gonna flip you guys to the Xbox. Like, you get you get the table yeah, sure. scraps. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's it's better than you flipping them to like the the door holder that you usually use your Xbox for. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean. I, I used it to stand on to get something off of the vent earlier, so you know. Yeah, it works. God, it works. It's the, nah. it's the, is there anything uh, it's good for? I played Spider Man Two, which is a phenomenal game, and it is just more samey. It is. Um, it is, but it it's is. great. Yeah, but it's great. This it's really the story that sold me on that one. And as you get further into that story, mm-hmm. um, it's definitely an Elseworld Spider story uh, because the characters aren't the same. Some of the enemies yeah. aren't the same. But goddamn, that game's good. Uh, but yeah. it's it's very samey and i cannot say like for the life of me and i know people that worked on spider-man and like i'm you know they oh. asked me they're like do you think we'll win game of the year and i'm like i hope not like you guys <laughs> did a great job but you didn't really branch out from what you did originally now there are yeah. some things that make you feel really fucking powerful in that game um yep. like tom i don't know how far you are yet but like from the second you get the venom suit it's that's where i'm at yeah okay so I, you know I, a few you know, the, beauty, after the beauty of pressing L3 and R3 at the same time. That's yes. fucking amazing. Because <laughs> yeah. you just turn into a train wrecker. <laughs> it's, it, oh, the, yeah. The the dark turn, and it's not a spoiler because, I mean, it's in the trailers and everything, but the dark turn of, like, the whole Venom suit and how powerful you are and the story change and the tonal shift is, like, you feel incredibly powerful, but you're, like, aware that story-wise, it's not a good thing. And yeah. so... But you're still wrecking house anyway. You know, just like I don't know, it, it, it does a nice tonal tonal shift that I'm 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 having a good time with it. Um, I know you went all in on this one, 
Eric, but maybe when it's on some, uh, when, yeah. well, eventually when it's on a crushing sale, you can just. Yeah, uh, I just it didn't. It. it feels more deliberate than the first one did. Oh, I'll tell yeah. you that. Yeah, like the fighting is definitely tied to your character and not just the idea that you're going to press square or X a whole bunch. Yes. So okay. that will it, you you have to be a lot more deliberate in your playstyle, or you're going to get your face fucking wrecked because the enemies are harder. <laughs> That's true. It is harder. I, I was like, oh, I can't just fucking mash my way through this. I got to actually strategize a bit. I didn't even finish Miles Morales. Oh, that's oh, a shame. That's a good game. That's a really good ending, too. I just yeah. didn't, I couldn't do it. I don't know. Maybe I just. Well, and I mean, ultimately, they're setting it up so Miles Morales will be the hero going forward. But that's, yeah. a, you know, that's a story shift that I think is. is probably necessary for a newer generation of Spider-Man people. Yeah, yeah. Rush um, is in and, a new new age. Yeah. And and like there's there's some silly stuff towards the end, but it's all very good. Um mm-hmm. and and again, like the moments where you literally utilize the venom suit is just fucking like you it's yeah. crazy. <laughs> I'll just put it like that, like you will wreck face. <laughs> I think you will really enjoy that that whole period during the game. It's kind of the yeah. second act. Yeah, uh, but you just start wrecking face and you don't stop. <laughs> <coughs> I'll, I might. I don't know. I might pick it up when it's twenty yeah. bucks. Why not? Now we have it's... to talk about an Eric, a game that Eric is purposely avoiding. Uh oh. <laughs> it is the Fires of Rubicon. Dude, that game. Oh, <laughs> I bought it the day it came out. As did I. I'm surprised that's not on any awards. It's so difficult. Yeah, it's it's difficult. It's difficult, like the first time you played Dark Souls, difficult. But the tutorial totally boss way. took me thirty tries. Yeah. Oh wait, it is. It's in best action game. Oh okay, yeah. I can along see. I mean, with it's, De- along with it's, Dead Island Two, Ghost Runner Two, Hi-Fi Rush, and Remnant Two. Oh, that's hard because Hi-Fi Rush was so fucking. Good. Yeah, people loved that game a lot. Did you play it? I Back did. When you had it was Game Pass. Game Pass. Yeah, yeah. I did. I riffed on it for a while. It was. It was good. It was really good. Yeah. It was a surprising one too. It came out of freaking nowhere. Yeah. Um. But yeah, Armor Core Six is it? Is it Fires of Rubicon Six? Yep. Yeah. It's it, really good, but god it's, damn, it's hard. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those where it's like this just doesn't feel right. How hard this is. Yeah, but then you go back and you play like Armored Core 2 and you're like, oh shit, this is the exact same thing and I'm just an asshole. <laughs> yeah, I, like, just, our, I just Armored suck. Cores were always hard. Right. They're good, but damn. <laughs> like, how right. much do I want to get into this Mexim? How much do I want to get into my Mex Wang? How much money do I, and time do I want to spend updating this gun that sits in his crotch? <laughs> like, <laughs> I spent more time putting decals on him than I did actually upgrading weapons. Yeah, but when you so- get into the level and you find out, like, oh shit, none of my upgrades are going to do any good here. <laughs> oh, it's so difficult because you really have to get into the nuts and bolts of everything. Yeah, wow, man. But it was good. Like, and the sense of scale is amazing. Like, you you play that game realizing that you're in this huge mech, and there's a story somewhere in there. Um, but <laughs> like, you're you're walking around, and you realize like all these little things that are kind of at your feet that look like ants or people. And then you fight some bosses that are fucking insanely big. They're so big. (laughs) Like, they did a comparison with one of them that was... I think it's the second boss, which I do remember playing. I didn't ever get past him. Um, But the second boss himself, in terms of scale, is bigger than the whole map of Elden Ring. 
Like they tried no. to import it in and they could Oh, not. that's the that's the mo- the mobile boss. Yeah. Yeah. Huge. Big eye. Yeah. The hell? And and from that perspective, it's really neat and it's beautiful. Like if you sit there and just watch it, it's great. But like every single button is used, and that's always hard for me. Like yeah. if and especially in an action RPG. Uh, like, do you want to cut this in half? Great. Hit this, plus this, minus this. What what does that oh, mean? Okay. You know? Yeah, that's that's <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Even even Spider-Man 2, sometimes I'm like, oh, God, there's so many abilities and gadgets and I and uh, methods of taking people down. I just, ah, yeah. you know, but but you can at least, you know, obviously with that one, you can they've curated it nicely to be L1 plus face button or R1 plus face button. And, yeah, and, yeah, and you, absolutely. you can get by with that and your regular attacks. So, you know, uh, but but I totally understand this fighting games. I mean, yeah, this is the same in a lot of ways. You've got a whole combo list you've got to remember, but um, yeah, it can be tricky. <laughs> yeah. Hey, speaking of fighting games, we got a fighting game renaissance coming up. I mean, like, we got Mortal Kombat 1 this year, which is excellent. If you have not played it, I highly recommend it. Okay. Uh, and we also got Street Fighter 6. Ooh. Yeah. And those are both super good. Uh, and then when Killer, I think it's Killer Instinct that comes out in the next month or so because they're having like a 10 year anniversary party for it. Like that's Killer a thing too. So I mean, Game Boy. <laughs> <laughs> Killer combo. I have finally come to terms with the fact that I love fighting games. I suck at them, so I will just be that weird guy that stands in the corner and looks at him from afar and be like, "That's cool." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I uh, yeah. I like fighting games. I still love Tekken is still my my go to when it comes to fighting games. Oh yeah, but, we get that this year too. Yeah, but I. I, I think both Mortal Kombat One and Street Fighter Six are up for best fighting game, and I'm not. I don't, I'm wondering what you would, what your take on that would be, Zach. If you, if you, I mean, it, it's kind of uh, yeah. It, how do how do you compare? They're so different, right? Like they're so different. But, and Street Fighter Six is definitely a lot more accessible now. I was going to say uh, the accessibility is strong with that one. Did you play it? I never played. I played the demo for Six actually. Okay. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So uh, it's it's got a system by which it basically just assigns super moves to buttons. Um, and mm. it's all in game and it's very like, hey, this is kind of where we're taking it in the direction. And from that perspective, I would call Street Fighter Six more successful. Uh, it engages you, it gets you into the game, and then it teaches you this whole new way to play. It's a reset. Nice. But on the other hand, Mortal Kombat plays unlike it's ever played before. Mm. Uh, it still has the same buttons, but like now you have a button to switch your foot on the fly. So you can pick if you're left foot or right footed. Oh. Um, and then that <laughs> changes the control stream all around. Um, and I have to admit, like there, are, there's a part of me that loves Mortal Kombat, and I always will, mm-hmm. because it was the first really gory, violent arcade game that I ever played. Yep. Um, <laughs> and it's got this weird, like, back end story, and it's totally reset, so it's a lot like playing the first Mortal Kombat. Mm. Uh, but they're both so good, like it's it's really hard for me to differentiate. Uh, also, Mortal Kombat got Omni Man from Invincible is a character in the last couple of weeks. And that is like fucking playing a tank mm. and it's great. <laughs> <laughs> I think nice. they're going to have Homelander later this year. So yeah, I'm really excited about just mm. fighting games in general. I, if you had to make me choose between the two, I would just say, yes, they both win. Uh, and for different reasons, but they're both so good. Um, it's a good time for fighting games. It is. Which is, and which we, is, which is great. Cause they had a big, yeah. Oh yeah, we had a big lull there for a while, but then that kind was. of the way. It's like every ten years, fighting games come back, and everybody goes, "Oh yeah, we remember these." Like yeah, 
because I remember during like the Mortal Kombat Deception, uh, Armageddon, and you know those mm-hmm. kind of crap years in between, like everybody wanders away and then they come back for a big release where it kind of resets everything. Uh, and I think I think it's definitely been done this generation, so I'm excited. Mm-hmm. One one other game I did buy <laughs> on top of my list of games that I bought <laughs> was <laughs> it. only a few days ago was. I bought um, I bought Project Cars too. Oh, how's that going? Yeah. And you may be thinking, you may be thinking, oh, why didn't you buy Project Cars three? Apparently, that game is complete toilet. They Project Cars the IP ended up with a huge identity crisis, and it didn't know whether it was a a sim, uh, an arcade, a simcade. Uh, you know, it didn't it didn't know what it was anymore. Suddenly, it was probably somewhere floating around Need for Speed area. Whereas Project Cars 2 was of like a much more simulation, lots of choice for cars, dynamic tracks, puddles that clear if the weather changes, all this kind of stuff, like very, very uh, immersive. But, you know, and it kind of brings in a conversation around, you know, back we're back to digital versus physical again. But that game is just delisted from PSN, Xbox, Steam, everything. You just, you cannot buy that game. It is effectively abandonware now. Um, physical copies. I went into GameStop. I was like, "Hey, do you guys have Project Cars 2? He's like, "Even if we did, we could. We even if someone brought it into trade, we couldn't sell it." Really? Yeah. Huh? I Just due like, to licensing issues? Yeah, apparently so. I I I don't know what specific license if it's to do with the car manufacturers or the music or what, but to eBay, they cannot. <laughs> yeah. So I had to get it on eBay in the end, and I got it for like I got it for a really good price because it was sealed as well. Oh, nice. And given that, given the game is you can't buy it anymore. I mean, I could take it, you know, it's oh. going to be of some value because it's a really, really good game. Apparently I've not tried it yet, but I've heard nothing but great things. So, uh, Hey, if you're going to buy a steering wheel, you gotta, gotta get some, some games for it. Right. Oh, yeah, fuck right. yeah. Grab yeah. some more, grab some more races. I, I will get a wheel boys. I swear it's on my list. I just want to get oh, out of this yeah. office and upstairs. I think <laughs> that's, once that's you a, do, that's going to be Tom's cue to get PlayStation Network back up, and we're going to be doing some VR. <laughs> yeah, we're going to be doing some racing. That's fine. I, yeah. I, I, I was really, I was playing this last night, and I'm sitting there going, this is really, really cool. Objectively, how often am I realistically going to use this? But I think having it is going to kind of really force me to, to look at racing games again, because I've True. kind of just always drifted towards the arcade-style stuff. Hell, this would be the worst wheel to play F1 on, but it's better than no wheel. You yeah, know? yeah. Yeah. Well, and especially if you start adding components like the shifter is a big one for me. Yeah, yeah. Because I want to, I want to drive with a manual. Me too. Um, I would like the. Shifters. And so, like, this is where I get into like, but I'm not going to spend three hundred dollars. I'm going to spend like five hundred dollars because I got to get a seat. <laughs> I have to have a setup for the wheel, and I have to buy a shifter. So yeah, I got to wait until I'm upstairs. <laughs> but I definitely want one. Yeah, they're definitely and for, yeah. cool. Well, and for fun. all the other reasons, too, like how many games do I play where I'm like, oh, this would be cool if I could play even with a controller, if I could play it in like a seat in VR and feel like I'm part of it. Right. Um, right. That's, you know, that's going to be big for me. And I, right. I, I do actually have my game room on the horizon. I know I've been saying that for about a year, but like I've gotten five pl- prices for floors this week. They're all doable. So I just got to get the floors done and then I can start moving upstairs. It's common. How? I'm going to go the Eric route and not hook up a goddamn thing. I love that idea. <laughs> and just yeah. say, like, look, I have all these TVs, but fuck if I'm going to wire all this. 
dude, it's revolutionary. So I, I actually don't think I've ever even uh, posted a video of, of how my game room is set up now. But before I had that huge Ikea Calyx shelf with all of my consoles in it and like this wood thing in the back. And I spent all this time like routing all the cables really neatly. So it looked really cool. A huge pain in the ass and I hardly ever played any of it. So now I just have a smaller Calyx shelf with my CRT on top of it. And one of the cubes is left open, and that's where, get this, I put the console that I want to play when I want to play it. Yeah. The rest <laughs> of the time, it's on a shelf without all the cables. Those are in a bin in the storage room behind the wall. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's nice. great. Well, and that's that's ultimately where I'll think I'll go, because, again, when I play something, I play the shit out of it. Yeah. But I kind of just want to be at the point where I can direct connect it to whatever display I want. I mean, it's it's cool. To be able to walk into the room and be like, I want to play Sega Genesis or Super Nintendo or Saturn and just press power and have it fire up. Yeah. But. Well, that was the idea until I got 37 consoles. And now, <laughs> like, how often am I going to do that? And even if I do, is my fucking, you know, power going to hold out? <laughs> sure. That's, yeah. yeah. So. Lots of blown, blown breakers. I'd like but, to yeah. think that next week when Tom is here, we'll have a, a lot of variety of gaming experiences based on how everything is set up but there is a there's a part of me that knows full well that the only game that will get inserted from the time you're here until the time you leave is nhl hits God, like it's a good game it's just how it is like <laughs> yeah, i can't we wait have a thousand games three feet from us <laughs> and we play ps2 nhl hits that's it yeah it's yeah. it's gamecube nhl hits when you're here it's ps2 nhl hits when i'm there yeah, and it's just hilarity <laughs> in both places. So <laughs> I'm yeah. pumped for it. I'm I'm excited you're going to make the trek over to Cheeseland. Um, you know. It's going to be good. It'll be fun. First fun time in Wisconsin, eh? Oh, yeah, bud. Oh, you betcha. <laughs> oh, betcha. <laughs> it's, so, it's just like Ontario. It's just the same. Same, <laughs> same voices. I'll make sure to have some spotted cow on hand for you. Oh, yeah. Did you ever end up drinking the rest of that? Yeah, well, I shared it with Catherine. I'm not. I didn't want to hog it all because we both liked it. Oh, whew, that's good. Yeah, I'm a sharer. I thought you were going to say, you know, I'm not an alcoholic, but we all know. That. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just collect bottles. Yeah, spotted cow and gin smash. That's that's on the uh, that's on the agenda. Yeah, nice. I'll get so. up one day. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> I got to get this fucking renovation done. Like my carpet upstairs is stretched. And it's to the point that it's got like waves in it. And I'm like, nope, this is all got to go. Oh, no. Uh, and it's builder grade shit carpet. So oh. I, I just I have to replace it. If I'm going to replace it, I'm going to replace it with either like vinyl plank or laminate or I'm not going to do hardwoods anymore. Like that was the thing when we bought the house. Like we're going to have hardwoods and it's going to be great. And it's shit to have hardwoods. Yeah. Uh, because we have huge temperature fluctuations. So I'm like, yeah, I need to get something that I can actually walk on and care about and won't yep. scratch up everywhere. Yeah, if I yeah. spill my glass of water, I don't want to have to worry about pulling out the dehumidifier and getting it immediately. Yeah, yeah. or yes. like having that internal like bomb clock start ticking down in my head. Like, oh my of god, it's staining. been on the floor for six minutes. Yeah, I gotta yeah, sand it down and refinish it and polyurethane it. Fuck that! I've got kids. Everybody cracks cracks me up too because they're like, "Well, you have beautiful hardwood floors now." I'm like, "Yes, but they're shit." Yeah, because I, I, I worry constantly about like what happens if my house floods, what happens if this, and I'm like, nope, 
<laughs> All done with that. But the resale value, it's gone anyway. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> There's three kids that live here. That resale value disappeared the minute we unlocked the front door. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> luxury vinyl flooring sounds great. <laughs> But is it luxury vinyl plank? I'm like, yes, I'll take all of that. <laughs> so I'm going to do that this month and then we'll be done. Well, I think, I think, again, I, you know, I, I shouldn't even say this, but I think that we'll be back sooner than another th- couple months. Yeah, I would say so. Life has been weird lately. Life has, has been very weird. So, life's been on. weird and just like getting the time for the three or four of us to get together is sometimes challenging. Can be tricky. Yeah. I'm sorry. I don't remember <laughs> who it was, but one of our listeners sent me a message and his, I'll see if I can pull it up while I'm kind of prefacing this, but his message was essentially, Hey, uh, really miss the show. However, you guys are kind of like a quantum entanglement where, um, <laughs> you're always there. We're all connected. Something happens. And, were he, just the way he phrased it was really interesting. It's like I've, <laughs> we've never been compared to a quantum entanglement before, but it's impressive. That's that's lots of syllables for us. <laughs> yeah, I, I gotta read up on that. I don't know too much what that is. Um, <laughs> fuck yeah. Oh gosh. Yeah. But yeah. we're here. Well, I, we're back. I I enjoy the fact that we have several sub level sub levels to just the Facebook group. Like I love the Mocon group and I love the, some of the other chats that we have. The Mocon like group the, is so weird because it'll kick off for like two hours one day and then it'll be dead for, a for months. months. Yeah. <laughs> just, and then somebody posts something and then it's just like, oh, this is like Mocon, but digitally, you know, just a digital format of Mocon. Yeah. And, Anybody who comes to MoCon, you get added to that group, and it's just a its a lovely bunch of weirdos. Yeah, you do have to sometimes sleep on a period bed, though, so, you know. <laughs> Tom gets inaugurated into that next year. Oh, the abortion mattress, that's great. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that's, that's I don't think I have any other games that I've played or talked about, and if I do, I don't remember. Yeah, I bought, bought stuff for my daughter. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, fellas, this has been a real gas. It's nice seeing you all again. Um, absolutely. We'll try to rope Dan in next time. Yeah, but well, maybe after he's when he's fixed his smashed PS5. episode of Factory Sealed is brought to you by our wonderful Patreon sponsors, with an extra special thank you to Zach Foley, Santos Lopez, Samuel Chun, John Weaver, Miles Prower, Jason McGill, Colin Neblo, Mark Marcheshi, Gus Robin, Aaron Lanning, Brandon Meyer, Robert True, Cody Halverson, Julian Santuki, J.H., Thomas Roderick, Kevin Loth, Andrew Balistrieri, and G.